Okay, welcome back to episode eight. Seven? Eight. Eight, eight. Eight, 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 I think. <laughs> 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 well, sorry. Um, yeah, welcome back. This is episode eight, hopefully. Um, I'm your host, uh, Rex. Ah. Uh, to my right, we have G6. Hello, hello. To my left, we have uh, a Somali. Welcome. And we have a uh, special guest, first time appearance, Cube. Assalamu alaikum, brothers and sisters. That's Cube. Um, so yeah, we're back. This week's topic is uh, I have a question just to segue into whatever the topic is, but I have a question. Um, and the question is, do you guys think um, your parents raised your right circumstance and, and everything that they came with? Do you guys think your parents raised your right with the right with G6? Alhamdulillah, yes. All right. I don't think anybody's going to say no. Well, any of us here. No, no, I'm joking. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's a diss to your parents, then, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think, like, with the circumstances our parents came into this country with and the resources they had, they did the best they could, and I'm happy with it. Okay, now to, to give a more honest answer if you were put in a position that your parents were put in, would you raise your children the exact same way that they raised you? It depends on my experience. I don't. I don't know. I have to live that life first. Absolutely. You not. did live the life. You were there for everything. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> saying. I'm saying, live that life that they had back there, and then come here yes, with that same, same mindset. But you were there. You know exactly the situation of your household. Would you raise your children the exact same way your parents? Absolutely raised you? not. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I, I don't. I don't think I'd have the patience and like, the like. You know, I don't think I'd have the strength to to see like what we did to our parents and like continue that because there's been times where my parents like strictly enforced something and obviously I went against it and they had patience for me but I don't think I'm gonna have those type of rules for my kids because some of the rules they presented to me didn't make sense at the time you know and they still don't make sense it's just cultural they're like don't do this because people are gonna think this of you and they expected me to believe in those values but I don't I'm not from that culture you know what I'm saying I have my own understanding of things so um yeah to answer your question I I think I'm not gonna say absolutely not, cause, <laughs> cause I think my parents did, um, like, did a lot of things that I would that I that I would do with my children as well. Um, but obviously, again, like tweaking it and um, adapting to the times, cause times have obviously changed. Like five years ago, the way kids are are like completely different. You know what I mean? An example is, I went to I was at my my sister's friend's. Something. She just was. She's with her friend. <laughs> she's with her friend, and there was a bunch of kids, and they were literally running around and whatever. And all the kids either had iPads or phones, and they're playing some crazy games. And I'm, and I'm like, yo, how do you raise? Like, I'm like, yo, how the hell do you raise your kids like this? Because when I was a kid, I was running outside, and yeah. that like, you were a real like, kid. You were a there's real the generational kid. gap. But that's the thing. There was the same generational gap between you and your parents, right? So for a lot of the things that you saw your parents do wrong, you're like, okay, I saw this. They did this wrong. I'm going to learn from this, and I'm going to do it differently for my kids. Precisely. Right? But your parents were doing the same thing. But for them, but they couldn't implement that because there was a generational gap. 100%. And there's going to be the same generational gap in your children. Not really, though, because I feel like we're going to have the same culture. Like, m- me and my children will be more close and have more similarities than me and my parents. Yeah, and, and more understanding of yeah. interest. Like, there's a lot of things, things my parents try, like, try to bring in from their culture that I'm like, 
like you can't it won't sustain here you know what i'm saying like how do you expect me to not talk to like a girl walking on the street if i go to school with her like you know it's going to be more awkward if i don't say hello to her you know what i'm saying it's going to be like it, it, you think oh no no you can't you can't implement those things here but it's like that was the culture over there and it made sense over there it's like I, if i was in their culture i would do the same thing to my kids but in this culture there's different rules you have to survive you have to live in your culture you know what i'm saying you can't implement those rules here and think it's going to last you know what i'm saying but that's the thing even in culturally the culture of, for us, the way we were raised, yes, it's going to be very similar for the next generation, but it's also going to be a lot of differences. I don't think so. I think more similarities between us and our kids than our parents and us. No, definitely, definitely more yeah. similarities. But it's also going to be a lot of differences. But so to say that be I'm going to, like, to say that, you know, I saw the mistakes that my parents <laughs> made, and I'm not going to do that because it's, I'm going to oh, yeah, tweak 100%. it this way for my children. Yeah. But you don't know that if that's going to work. But, mm-hmm. right? but yeah, we'll have right. more of an understanding because, like, this, our parents, they don't, they don't even understand some of the concepts and stuff that we go through. They don't see it from that but that's picture. The thing. Okay. We, at least we, we, we're from this culture. So whatever our kids go through and bullying in school, we, we understand. Like we've, you know, we're from the culture. We're from the place, you know? I, I feel like on top of that, there were different like, aspects and how or what they were going through. For example, there's, there's, a, there's a hierarchy of needs, right? And at the bottom, you have the physiological needs, food, drink, you know, shelter, things like that. So our parents were more focused on that than they were about, you know, building my child, my kids' self-esteem. 100%. Right? So they had a different mentality. They were trying to survive, right? And alhamdulillah, now we're in a position where we're not just trying to survive. We're trying to thrive. So we're 100%. looking at other needs, right? And I think at the, at the peak is like self-actualization, right? Where it's like you know who you are as an individual. You know your place in the society and in the culture and all of these things. And you're not, you're not searching for anything more, right? You know your whole, you know who you are. Right, and I feel like for us, our goal now is you know we are gone. We're gone beyond just food, shelter, a place to sleep, you know, and things like that. The basic, basic, the basic needs, needs yeah. right? Yeah. But our parents were like struggling just to make sure we had the basic needs. Yeah, and, and not only that, where they were struggling with making sure that we didn't know that they were struggling. That's true. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, like in our parents' defense, like. Um, Majority of us are Somali, East African. They usually have the same story. They came from whatever country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came from country, and then, I, like my my parents are like are fairly young, like younger. They're like my mom's not that old. She came to Canada when she was like eighteen. So, so, in comparison, I'm not sure how old your parents are, but I think in comparison to, to to for my parents, like my mom's more understanding of certain things, you know, she's, um, like, she's experienced not, more. Yeah, she's experienced more, and she's, she has more of, um, of, uh, like, I would say she's, she's closer to understanding me than, like, the generic East African parent or, mm-hmm. or immigrant mm-hmm. parent would, you know what I mean? She, her head's not in, like, the, like, the she's, survival. She, yeah, mm-hmm. not in that survival. She, like, she, she obviously, obviously to a point, because, like, our parents were young when they had us. If you like, they're in their twenties when they had. Not my parents, but still young, young nonetheless. She understands. Here's here's the hierarchy. Yeah, at the bottom it's physiological needs: food, water, you know, warmth, rest, things like that. And then on top of that, safety, security, safety. And then on top of that is belongingness and love. And then on top of that is self-esteem. 
yeah, and then self-actualizing yeah. no just all just the hierarchy That's of needs hierarchy. right so depending on for example our parents would probably had the bottom two covered you know for sure. two, food yeah. shelter a place to sleep a place you think to stay. i think it's like most important about our parents and us is like we have time you know what i'm saying we have time to make mistakes and figure that stuff out but our parents they didn't have time like you have a job Make sure you get to your job. If your kid's acting up, do whatever it takes to deal with him in the moment. If you got to beat him, if you got to duck on Alice, whatever you got to do, deal with him. You know what I'm saying? Because he's putting other things at risk. He's putting your job. He's putting, you know, where you can stay, like things like that. But I think for us, we have like more opportunities. We have more like patience to make mistakes. Like even though sometimes you apply for school, you take a program, I'm out. If our parents did that at that time, no. Whatever you apply Cause for. Because now, now there's four or five kids at home that need to eat. 100%. Yeah. You, know? you can't so afford to exactly. get fired. Yeah. You can't afford to go drop this and go do something else. Mm-hmm. Like, So I think we were raised without time. Like we were raised in like, in the moment, things got to be dealt with. Like my parents, there's some things they did where I'm like, I look back at them like, yo, it would be so easy for them to just be like, yo, just go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why am I really holding you back from going to a baseball game? You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares? But it was about implementing rules, and I got to implement Sticking this today because to two years from today, I want that rule to be enforced again because I don't have time to, oh, maybe let's look at, you know what I'm saying? We don't have time for that. Let's do it today, and we'll keep that shit going. Like my, I know my parents made a lot of mistakes, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just the way it is, you know what I'm they're saying? Was, they're still trying to figure it out every day. They have, they have <laughs> no mean? idea. Imagine yeah. stepping into a world where the laws don't protect you. You know what I'm saying? You're at the yeah. bottom of the pole and then on top of that, you have kids. You don't understand what they're going through. That's how like even this whole mental health thing for me, it's like parents, they don't understand it because mental, fuck mental health, man. Like, are you good? Like, you, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they're worried about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's your everyday struggle. Your 100%. mental health, they see you. It's like, they can be okay, man. Like, you know, you're man, alive, you're exactly. walking, you have you're your hands in your legs, you're good to They're go. more worried about, yo, is he okay? Did he eat today? Things like that because those things they can actually see. This mental health game, that takes time. That they have to sit down, talk to you, and uh, I know my parents, they didn't have they time didn't for have that time growing for up, that. and they still don't have time for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And again, they're coming from a place where people don't get the chance to eat, don't get the 100%. chance to have a place to stay. You know they look I mean? at us as like, we're so privileged, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they don't understand that in this country too, there's, there's things that we go through, you know what I'm yeah. saying? There's like, being, I'm not, I don't want to say being black and stuff, but like, yo, being from the bottom, like, you know what I'm saying? People get you mixed up in any situation, you know what I'm saying? I feel saying? like at the same time, like, yes, there is, there's a peak of, you know, we're going beyond just the basic needs. But at the same time, we are in a position where, you know, we have the best of both worlds. We know what it's like to be struggling and we see what it's like to be, be at the top. So for us, I feel like we have, we're at an advantage where we can appreciate how far we've come. Right, mm-hmm. even though to the outs- outside looking in, it looks like we're still at the bottom, but nobody knows our progress but us. We know how far we've come. 100%. Right, so I feel like we have to sort of appreciate how far we've come, appreciate the work our parents put in so that they can be that stepping stone for us. So for, for us to go where we can go, where we need to go. And to, and to learn from their mistakes. Their mistakes. Yeah. That's yeah. Everything you said, I agree with you. And on top of that, the same way, like we're going to use their mistakes and what they did and, and appreciate that, we're going to implement that in our kids. And that's why their situation will be better because we'll know that, okay, what my dad did when I was younger didn't work because this society doesn't accept that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I'm going to let my kid do that to give my kid the best of this world because I understand this country. You know what I'm saying? Our parents understand a different, a, a different, different side society. of the world, a different, completely different set of rules. You know what I'm saying? And like, it puts us at a disadvantage when you're younger. But the older you get, the more you see things around you, you become like accustomed to living both sides. I know what my parents 
the, the story they tell through, me and yeah. I know what's happening today. And I know when I have a kid, like my brother, he has a child and I already see the implementation he's taking to make his child's life better than my parents made his life. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. I have, I have uh, like an older cousin. Yeah. The way she's raising her kids is completely, completely different. different. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. It's just yeah. like you learn. You know now that those things didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like you know beating your child over and over again did not work. It just and, made the guy obviously, worse, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. Just to point out, I'm for physical discipline. Every situation is different. Gonna, sometimes gonna, it warrants it, sometimes yeah, it doesn't. No, sometimes you gotta, you, know, sometimes you gotta smack a kid. Yeah, but like, yo, if, the thing is, I feel like if you actually generate like a relationship with your child from young, and there's respect, you ha- there's a way of doing it, Islamic way or even a cultural way, where you don't actually have to resort to like uh, mm, using I, using there's, physical. There's times where, okay, here's the thing. There's a difference between a some a kid making a mistake. And a kid intentionally doing something, you know, wrong. For example, like you said, you know, your parents told you don't go out, but you still went out. Yeah. If I'm in that situation, if I told my kid don't go out and that kid goes out, that kid's going to get beat when he comes home. But. Because that kid needs to know don't do that. You're right. You're uh, right. But there's different ways of implementing that. And, and the reason why our parents beat us is because they didn't have the patience. They don't have the time to, like you said, build a relationship. They don't have that time. You know what I'm saying? Their relationship is my nigga. You're eating because of me. You're eating because of me. These rules you have to follow because of me. Like, you know what I'm saying? They go back, they go back and forth. I remember like at one point, my dad told me straight up, yo, listen, if you don't want to follow my rules, just leave my house. Like, it's yeah. simple. I don't, I, like, I don't want to fight you. I don't know arguments. You're, 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 I wasn't growing, but I was like, you know, a little older. Grown like, enough. Grown enough. He said, I'm not going to hit you no more. You're going to leave my house and live by the, like, if that's what you want to do, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? And I realized, I'm like, yo, like, he doesn't have the time to play these back and forth. I, you know, I'm a kid. I still want to, I still want him to come here and I run, you know, all those little things. Like, you know, I still I want the attention. Like, I, I was, I was a kid who was, you know, looking for that from Your my brat. parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. It's not one or the other. But it, it, for them, it is. For them, yeah, I know. That's, for us, and that's, it's and not. that's where like we have to learn. Building relationships, yeah. talking, figuring out that, yo, what you're saying is important to me, but our parents, what you say is, all they hear is, yo, this guy is trying to fight me. Like, you know, all, any, mm, anything you're saying is trying to go against <laughs> I, feel, I feel like the well, truth is. My mom, to this day, she says that. Like, I have a point. Like, you know what She's like, don't talk to me. You'll be quiet. Well, no, I have a point, and it's like, I'm looking out for her. Like, you know, I'm telling I'm like, yo, hoy, listen, like, you know, anything she says, listen, I'm your, I'm your mom, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm right. I'm like, yo, you're right to some extent, but like it's not my point's not invalid just because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, let's figure out. Cause it's, it's funny, it's something to help her, but she just thinks the reason like you're not you're not looking at her from her situation is because you're trying to defy her, or you're trying to go against her yeah, no, wishes. No, and that's like that's a culture, a that's back home culture family. Exactly. I swear to God. There's, there's 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 preventing that and sort of like, okay, that was wrong, right? But to say now to go in the exact opposite, the opposite end and say, you know what, I'm never gonna do that. Is, is also never hit him? like never, no, never. I agree with you. Nothing. I'm saying so. It's it's about finding a balance between the two. For finding sure. a balance of hearing and understanding your child and knowing when to discipline. The way my dad beat me, like to this day, <laughs> I, I'm I'm thankful to God. You know what I'm saying? If he didn't do that, I probably would have went somewhere else. Like I probably would end up on some next shit. You know? I'm, I'm happy. Like you know, like it worked out. Alhamdulillah. Keep but, it hundred, yeah. Yeah, but I think like for our kids, exactly what you said. We're building relationships. Hundred percent. I know, but I'm saying we have to have both. Yeah. We can't survive in this society no, thinking think, one's better think than the other. You can't build. You can't just have a relationship. What do you mean? They call children's aid now, fam. These kids have boss, fam. Huh? <laughs> some of these kids, fam. It's, I don't know. You know some, yeah. Like trust me, you see some kids and you're like, yo, I, I don't know. 
why your parents don't beat you. <laughs> and then there's some kids where you say, I don't know why your parents, you know, they should stop beating you. You're yeah, a good guy, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, you gotta get the, the balance is hard to get, but at least we'll have time. But the part of Ooh, that, part of finding we'll have time, inshallah. Part of finding that balance is understanding number one, who you are as an individual. And then once you understand who you are as an individual, then you can understand the needs of your child. And a lot, a lot of times what happens is people, you know, have children without, before they come to, you know, understand yeah, who right. they are themselves. Yeah. Right? They're not in a position where they can, you know, give somebody else their needs because they're still trying to figure out who they, they are. Own, they're trying to fulfill their, their own, own needs. needs yeah. And not right? just that, like, I feel like we should actually, like, research this topic as an individual, as a parent. Before you even get a kid, right. like learn about it. Learn about human no, psychology. Yeah, learn about like, children. You know, look at your own experiences. Like, yeah. what has what has Worked. what has let's say beating what's it, what has beating taught you over the years of let's say your your family your your parents beat you. But that's the thing, beating. I feel like okay, I have to mention. Okay, this. Yeah, no, what, let, let me okay, just ask okay. everybody. What has what have you learned through it? Like through like it, through through that experience. Don't do that, bro. Yeah, don't exactly. do and it. You learn like, yo, the world isn't like all lovey dovey. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not all roses. You get to break there's a lot. Yeah, there's consequences, consequences every decision exactly. you make. You the know? beatings light compared to what, what also happened. Like one point that I noticed is like, yo, in this like post-industrial world of like our parents coming to this country where it's a different culture. If you go to like back home, your parents tell you what to do. Because they're from the culture, they've already experienced everything you've experienced. So when they tell you, "Hey, you're gonna go work with this guy today, or you're gonna go do this," you're doing it because you, you know that. they know what's best for you. But when you come to this, when you come when you come to Canada, and our parents come from a different culture, we realistically we know more about this culture than they know about this culture. Even though they've been here before us and whatever, we know more about this culture than they know about this. So culture. now, what should they be doing? No, but that's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's, it's the first time where you have this like this 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 issue. It's culture shock. Your parents not understanding what the fuck you're going through. Like, this culture is the shock. First time, exactly. Yeah. Your parents can't tell you, hey, go become a lawyer or go be, because they don't understand that yo all these things that go into it. There's like it's a lot more than just go and do. A lot more than back home where you say, uh, "Yeah, Abdul Hassan, take my son," and uh, you know what I'm saying. It's a lot more. It's not as basic, yeah. That. Exactly, because this is the first time where your parents and you are not from the same culture. It's the first time if you look at it in history. First, first generation. First generation. No, but not, it's general, not first time I'm in history. Saying, I'm saying, saying the new world, like you know, like North mm. America, and your parents coming here. Every other civilization before this, the Greeks or whatever, you grew up where your dad grew up. You grew up like you know, in the same 20 miles your dad. Uh, same experience, yeah, same words, same, same thing. Yeah. So everything your parents tell you, it's like generational. You know what I'm saying? Like it goes back to the time of man like every time your parents tell you something you know it's coming from a place of understanding but here nowadays parents have never told the you. technological era where they exactly. don't know they don't know anything like not they don't but they, they, a lot of stuff we go through on a day to day basis they have no idea no but idea the thing though, as, even though they don't know the stuff that you're going through on a day to day basis generally speaking they have an understanding of the steps of life. Mm. Do you know? They know childhood mm. to adolescence, adolescence to becoming a man or a woman. That's true. The and they know wisdom. the steps. So for them, they might not know the specific details, but they have the experience of going from one step to the next. And yeah. even though the, the differences are major, those differences are still in the details. Yeah. They're still following the principles there still. Following still. A general blueprint. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. But I think for us, like mm. this is the first time because even if you come to like this country, what you're you're you can make your own decisions at what 18? Like mm. if you go back home, you're a grown man by probably what like 14, 15, <laughs> 14. you know what I'm saying? This is we're babying people, like you yeah. know what I'm saying? You're you're being told yeah, you can't make these decisions until a certain age. So now your parents are coming from yeah, this kid should have logic, you know what I'm saying? This kid should be able to make his own decisions. And they're, they're like, yo, why is this kid so yeah, you, know you go to you go to a place. <laughs> Where your baby, like you know, what I'm saying, you go to a place where they tell you make mistakes. You're gonna, you know, say you can forget things. Ah, oh, you did play 
the thing. That's but here's the thing. That is part of the privilege of not having to sort of do that because but that's our they, privilege. Mm, that's not their privilege. Yeah, but I'm saying, even though it's a the privilege of being able to make those mistakes at a young age and get to that you know self actualization, wouldn't it be? I want I don't want to say better, but wouldn't it be smarter to get through all of those things sooner? As far because as far as you said we're being babied right because we're not allowed to do a lot of things until we're 18, but when I was younger, by the time I was 16, I had a job. I wasn't allowed to be home. I had to have a job, right? And that sort of propelled me into being a man and being the man that I am today. I feel like there's, but there's 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 good things that they have taught us from their struggle. From their struggle, they taught us not to be babied. They taught us, you know, you got to deal with things head on. You ain't got no time for thing. The downside, yes, they didn't realize that there are things bigger than that. There are needs bigger than that. Needs, yeah, self-actualization, see, self-esteem needs. Those are also needs. But for them, they were so focused on the basic needs that they couldn't sort of... No, no, I agree with you. But you said, you said at 16, you had a job and you, you, like, you weren't allowed to be home. That's things your, your family and stuff implemented in your life, right? But then once you leave home, what's the whole, like, when you go outside, like, it's everything is, yo, you're young, enjoy yourself. You, you have time to make mistakes. But that's the thing. The, that, that narrative is being pushed at you from every direction. Even though that narrative is being pushed, that's me looking outside in because I don't have that privilege. I'm not allowed to go and make those mistakes because you, I have, you have a job. Have to know that you don't have that. No, privilege. I, I get it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying like we should have uh-huh. that, but it's like it's a. You know, it's like a, you're fighting. It's, 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 you're fighting the environment. Yeah, you, you, you go home where you're a grown adult. You know what I'm saying? And then you come out and you want to implement all the action in your life, but then you're told no, you're not allowed to. Yeah, you have being, to do this. You have to wait for this. You, like, you have all these laws. You're being disciplined at home, but at that no, point, but you're, you're being, being groomed to be a man. You're being groomed to be a man, but as a woman, but in the world, you're not allowed to be a man. You're not allowed to be a woman because they have rules set up. Because, you know what I'm saying, life expectancy has never reached this age. Before, people died at 60, 50, so you had to be grown by 20. But now, you know, you die at 70, so they're like, all right, 60, <laughs> retirement, retirement <laughs> age is 65. You know, that's the game they play with you now. Mm. You know, they set up ways to where life is longer, and they make you have to go through more things. You know what I'm saying? That's, so, that's, so that's, that's yes, this is, this is the societal standard, but that doesn't mean you have to follow it. But it's hard not to follow it. It is, no, but, I, but it's not impossible. Yo, you got to be hard-headed about, about certain things and about your what you want, and you have to, like... Internalize that and are. do it. That's you have true. to know what where you're coming from. You have to. You have to. Like, who wear are that you? On you? Yeah, I, you know what I, I mean. Agree. It's just like it's I understand difficult. why it's, it's difficult. It's, it's hard because yeah. you're, you're like you know you're being geared one mentality at home, and then once you leave home, you're geared another mentality. You know, like a bell mm. rings in school, and like you know you have to be in class. Like those are like like I'm not saying it's bad, but it's a little kid thing. You know, it's like. It comes with maturity though. Do your own thing. It comes in maturing, but like it's 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 hard. Because it's, hard it's to not fight that. It's, it's not something that's in our like it's not something that's in our DNA. You know what I'm saying? There's no like you don't have that in, in pre uh post industrial like you know, pre industrial civilization. You don't have that culture of you're eighteen, this is when you get to do no, like it's like, yo, whenever you whenever you do it twelve, thirteen, they put you in the fields and they say, Yo, figure things out and whenever they feel like they're comfortable, all right now go you have your own life go you know what i'm saying and you always have your parents to come back to you for questions but this is the first time we're like you're fighting those two cultures and one's being implemented so much like you go outside it's everywhere it's everywhere yeah, but know? it's white noise right, at the um, end of the day i feel what was the question <laughs> i forgot what the question was <laughs> the initial question yeah, uh, would you parenting. would you guys raise your kids yeah the, the same, same way, way that your parents raised you yes and no okay, yes in the sense that they sort of instilled values that might have seemed like there was you know too strict at the time but it was those same strict values of you know hard work and not just sitting around doing nothing and you know 
the urgency. There were all there was, there was a lot of urgency. That sense of urgency was a driving force for me. So for me, I don't. I look at things with like I don't have time to sit around and do nothing and chill all day, you know. And it's not because I literally don't have time. It's just that I I see that as time wasted. So in that sense, I feel like they did a lot of good, you know. But for them, even though for them it came from a place of necessity, they literally didn't have time to sit around and have fun. You know, so they sort of instilled that in me. But even though it came from a place of necessity for them, it's not a necessity for me, but it's a driving force for me. So for me, I feel like that was you know one, one good thing that was passed on. And then one thing that I would do differently is a lot of personal interactions. More emotional support. More emotional support, yeah. right? Like, you know, it's a thing. We're, and we were talking about this before we started recording. We're like, yo, you know, how many times have you heard your parents say, I love you? Mm. Yeah. And we were laughing because, like, yo, that doesn't usually happen, doesn't happen you know? Yeah. Maybe once in a while you'll hear it, you know? But that's because love and things like that are needs that are after the necessities. And it, it, seems like tab, it seems like taboo to say it in your yeah, house exactly. now. Because it's like... It's, it's it's known it's implemented already like it's it's with everything that's done you know that there's love in it so exactly you don't, you exactly because they don't not, necessarily need to hear they're it, out you know? here you know breaking their backs out here working all day to put food on the table if that's not love then i don't know what is yeah exactly you know so but, for them they don't have to tell you they love you they show you that yeah. and that is one thing that was passed down to me but that was something that i realized that i have to break and we were talking about this in the, in the other episode about masculinity, yeah, yeah. about telling people I love you, is that we don't hear that, so we think it's not something that's said, or it's not something that's supposed to be said. Yeah. Right? So that's one thing that I would do differently is sort of be say it. Yeah, be more vocal it. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, about telling people around you that, that, that care about you or that you care about, that you love them. Uh, I'm be honest, the, what I would, so what I would um, change or what I would do differently is um giving maybe not putting my kids in like a box of what what they can do in in life so maybe why broadening their horizons letting them be able to um not necessarily be creative in what they want to do but just at least to kind of enjoy what they want to like what they're doing and maybe give them options as kids trying different sports trying different activities and then you know what i mean as opposed to just like I'm not saying it was a fun being thrown into soccer games, being thrown into basketball <laughs> games, all that kind of stuff, or just playing ball at school or whatever. But extracurriculars and those kind of things kind of shape someone's childhood. And I think I think that's something that um, I would Because for I would us, do. There, no, was, there were no, no extracurriculars yeah. outside of soccer and basketball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that was it. Duxie yeah, was an extracurricular. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, Duxie was, was a necessity. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You see your friends every, like, what, Saturday or yeah. Sunday, but too? Th- honestly, I think Duxie is a great place. It is, 100%. Oh, oh and, that, and that's another thing that I feel like our parents did an incredible job of. Yeah. Of not losing their deen, their mm-hmm. religious values, you know, in a society that expects you to drop them for economic benefit. Like you're out like, here, um, theological. <laughs> exactly, being because we're in a world where you have to be secular. Like you're expected to be secular. Don't talk about religion. Don't talk about politics. Don't talk yeah. about this and that. And be in a work field, in a workforce, nine to five. So you're spending most. There, you're supposed to spend most of your day working, chasing after money, in a sense, and sort of stay away from, you know, all theology, all politics, all of these things. And I feel like our parents did a good job of holding on to that. 
and that's one thing I feel like we're losing as a you know second generation. Second generation. That's that's my second question. Oh, huge, huge, After that, huge. Was, um, what do you guys think is gonna happen to? Wait, let me just. Or before before we yeah, get to that. Oh yeah, I have before, a nice I'm, 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 yeah. I'm just saying like the question you asked like yeah. my parents. I, I know I said absolutely not, but like my parents did the right thing for their circumstances. I don't like if I had to do it again from their perspective, I would probably do the same stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But my parents did an amazing job. But for my kids, it's gonna be, it has to be different. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand the laws and the way this society works, you know? Like my dad, even to this day, my dad's amazing, but he's like he's so scared of like little government things, you know what I'm saying? He's so like <laughs> you know, he comes he comes from a culture where, you know, the government can come into your house and kick down your door and shoot you, you're like you know, all those type of things. So whenever it comes to anything government, I come to and I have to explain, like, yo, we you know we have rights in this. It's country. not that serious. It's not yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? Like we have rights, you know, if anything they say you can fight. Like anything, any ticket you get, anything like that, you can fight. They're not gonna come and say, Hey, your citizen is gone because you, you know what I'm saying no you have rights in this country yeah, so I, I understand those perspectives and I look at it as yo for my kids if I don't give if I give them the same upbringing my parents gave me then they're going to be ridiculed and they're going to be you know they're going to be set apart from the p- people they grew up with you know yeah. so for me I'm going to have to teach my kids the same culture that I have but in a way where they're accepted and they understand it because if I wanted to survive and I don't want them to hate me and so you know there's some Somali kids that threw away the entire culture they, they you know like they threw it all away because they're sick and tired of it because they've been presented it in such a nasty way where it's like shoved down their throat mm-hmm, they don't want mm-hmm. nothing to do with it so yeah, yeah I'd probably it, do the same thing yeah my if you present did. it in the right way you know you keep them like interested in it and you make sure that they know there's certain things that you can keep in the house you know what I'm saying you don't you don't have to be out here speaking Somali everywhere you know what I'm saying it's, it's a language that you want to keep but speak English. That's a, that's what you're gonna survive in the market. But you know why your nah, parents, nah, you know why our parents think like huh? that? Hold hold your na- no, native tongue. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. My my parents. I speak Somali at home. My dukes everything. There's nothing in English. You know what I'm saying? Nothing <laughs> in English. My dad only said sugar in English because you, you, know, you can't say it in Somali. But that's the only thing we say. Other than that, other than that, it's all Somali, and I still speak it. But like outside, like I'm not that. I'm not like I'm not gonna be out here saying yo. One of the reasons one of the reasons that our parents are very, you know, hard on not losing our culture, not losing our, our, our language and things like that, is because a lot of our parents have an expectation that I'm only here temporarily until things settle down back home. So they're expecting their children to have that same mentality. And they don't have these conversations with them. Had they had these conversations with them, they'd realize Yo, my kids have no interest of ever moving back home. No chance. But they don't know that. Yeah. So in their mind, yo, you can't. You have to speak Somali. You have to, or whatever language you're speaking at home. You have to hold on to the culture. You have to hold on to these cultural mm-hmm. values. Yeah, that that might go against the cultural values here. And that's one of the things that you talked about earlier about culture. No, there's no one culture that's better than another. Yeah. Right. Nope. As uh, once, like you know, once you break it down and you take away all of the you know religious aspects, culture equal culture to culture. Culture is survival. It's, it's just survival. It's a way time. of doing things, the traditions, 100%. rituals, all exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. Right. Wh- so whoever came up with it had logic at the time and it made sense at the time. Mm. So mm. now you look at it from our like post Geneva Convention, you know what I'm saying, mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> post Geneva Convention. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like the human rights mind, and we say, hey, you know what I'm saying? Women should be allowed to travel free at night in, in certain cultures. Bro, at the time when those laws were implemented, they but were scared, are, you know, they were scared of things happening to the women. So that, they set up situations. That's more, that's more religious than it is cultural. No, but it's not. There's some places where you go, there's some places, like, and I'm not saying it here, but there's some places where you go where there, you know, coastal cities, you know, there was night raids and stuff like that. So they set up 
things, you know what I'm saying? They set up towers. Why? All those things were set up for the culture because they were, they were looking at safety. But those thing. things, we don't have to implement them now. I'm not saying we have to implement them now. But at the time, they made sense to somebody. Somebody came up with the logic. They kept it. So it made sense. Let so, okay, okay, okay. We can bring it back a little bit. Say that again. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying there's certain things that were implemented in culture. Mm-hmm. That made sense at the time, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So there's like cities that were like near coast, you know, and they had to set up like towers, you know, and they had to keep guards there 24 hours, make sure no boats coming from certain directions, women can't be out here, business has to shut down at this time. Those laws and those cultures made sense at the time. There were some cities where the gates closed at, at, when the sun's coming down, all the entire gate closed. If you're outside the city, you're outside the city for the night, man. I guess. You know what I'm saying? Survive, <laughs> we'll see you in the morning, but we're worried about attacks, so they have to close the gates. So culture, I think, made sense at the time. So any culture we see now, we're looking at it from our perspective and looking at it from our freedoms and saying, hey, we got to hold those people accountable. But no, if you go to, you know, if you go to Thailand, the culture they have there made sense for the people of Thailand. It's not our culture. We're not supposed to look at it and say, there's something wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a there lot might of countries need to learn that. Yeah, there might be some things that, you know what I'm saying, are bad, you know what I'm saying, but there's, at the time, it makes sense for the people. It's, it's interesting to look at it and, and make fun of it and stuff, but culture, not- Culture is, is, is more than just survival, right? But one of the things. One of the things. One of the things. One of the things that culture does is it gives you a sense of identity, mm. right? If you're from a certain culture, and they do things this way, and you do things this way, and you go to someplace else in the, in the in the world, and you see somebody doing that, okay, this this is my this is my people. That's true. So you can sort of connect and come together as a community, because that's one of the needs of, of people is to be you know. In a, in, surrounded by people that they know, people that they recognize. So that's one of the things about culture. That's one of the important things about culture is that you can recognize people that are, you know, have the same culture as you. Yeah. Another thing about culture is, yes, there are some things in culture that are outdated, exactly. but, but to say that because it's outdated and it doesn't have a use, you know, it shouldn't be done. No. That I, is that that is that is saying that basically, you know. It sh- because there's no use for this, then don't do it. But then again, it's sometimes it's not about use. It's about recognizing each other, think having things in common, and whether or not it's useful or not anymore, you still keep that because it's what you come together with. That's true. Mm. But I think every culture in every culture, the, the plan is to survive. Every culture Absolutely. wants to survive. Mm-hmm. Every single culture. So every culture will take measures to make sure that it survives. You know what I'm saying? No so doubt. you go to some countries and yo, the kids have to be taught the like this language in school. It doesn't matter what they speak at home, they have to be taught because they want it, They want the culture to survive. You know what I'm saying? So when you go to certain places and the culture at the time was about survival, you know what I'm saying? yo all kids in the house, all women in the house, all men in the house except for the fighting men. Any person that can fight comes outside. It's, it's survival, that's what it is. So when we look at it, it's outdated, yes, but at the time it made sense. We can't say, oh, uh, you know what I'm saying, at the time it was horrible, you know what I'm saying? No, maybe now we can change the culture. Yes, we have, we have avenues, we have time, we have uh, you know, nuclear weapons, all these things to change the culture, <laughs> but at the time you take whatever steps you take, you know what I'm saying? You take whatever steps you take to survive. And that's one of the things that, that, that we sort of do nowadays is we look at, you know things in the past with today's lens exactly and you right. and exactly yeah. said you know and you, what happened what ends up happening is you get a distorted view of what's actually there right for example like you look back at some of the things that were common you know 40 50 years ago and you think yo this is backwards but it's backwards to you now because the values that you have now tell you that those are things that are not exactly. good exactly 
Exactly. Like, couldn't so, agree with you more. I mean, like, yeah. You know, that's just, that's, we can't. It, it, it's, it's our fault. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, see, you, you said some iffy things, but we got out no, to it. <laughs> you know, but now we live in such <laughs> a, like, you know, we live in such a free world that we think everybody should be free like this, you know? But yeah, yo, there's some cultures that to survive, you, they don't want you to be free like this. Yeah. And it's the culture. It's not, there's no man. First world in, problems. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. There's no man saying, hey, where's my charger? It's the culture. You know what I'm saying? The whole culture. You know what I'm saying? Even, even when you look at, like, and this, this might sound controversial to some people, but even when the right for women to vote came out in, in the States, there was some women that were against it because it was like, you know, it was weird for the culture to have women voting. You know what I'm saying? There was some women that were like, you know, like, you know, we don't want that. But they had the, they had the time and the avenue to change the culture. You know what I'm saying? And if now when you look back at it, some people may say that was wrong. But at the time, you know, those women who were protesting, it made sense to them. Mm-hmm. They found yeah. a logic behind it and they, you know what I'm saying? They participated in that. You know? And vice versa. Honestly, I think we're uh, going in a little too Going <laughs> way off topic. <laughs> it's a great, it's a, it was a That's great what conversation. That's happening you have a, a new guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Talker. Thought, one, yeah, last, one, one last point. One last. Is, uh, I'll ask my last question. Yeah. And right. we'll be done. I was going to say, you're re- like, I want to give the, the opposite view of that. Whereas, you know, we look back at some things in the past and we say, or, you know, you can't look back at the past and say, you know, this is backwards because you're looking at it from a different lens. At the same time, you can't say that the lens that you have today is any clearer because you only have one sort of reference point, which is you today, right? For example, back in the day, slavery, segregation, all of these things were normal. It was the norm. Right, and they might have been looking at something in the past, and they go, "That was backwards." But little did they realize what they're doing today is even more backwards, right? So, for example, like uh, during the time of segregation, they might have looked back in the past and be like, "Yo, slavery—that was horrible," but still, they keep the blacks over there, you know. Yeah. And that's looking at it from your reference point, your perspective, and thinking, you know, and analyzing things from where you are. So, similarly, we are sitting here today looking back at some things in the past. Who's, who's to say that the lens that we're looking at is any clearer? Mm. Who's to say the things that we're you know, looking at and think this is, this is right and wrong are any clearer? Because we, because especially not us, but like society-wise, yeah. morals and morality is subjective. Oh my like, days. Back and yeah. forth, back and forth. Right, something might something be moral today, or moral now. And, and 20 years from our kids, they'll think, oh my God, they were so backwards. Did this? What the hell, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they'll be shocked. Yeah. Um, to add to that point <laughs> but at the end of the day uh, or maybe to end the point is at the end of the day we don't know what like we can always prepare for the future but we never know what's going to happen mm. so people are looking people from the past didn't know what the hell is going to happen now people from the future from the future can look at us and be like oh they had no idea this was going to happen you know what I mean uh-huh. so Nice. So yeah, there's there's that. But my second question, which is completely off what we were talking about, is um hashtag meta trash. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my dear. Um, no, that was good. But the second question I have is, oh, uh, do you think, like, how different do you think that like our generation, like of kids, not us, but the kids future we have, kids? yeah, future oh kids. Oh my god, that's all I have to say. How different will they be from us? Not from us, but or just from from just in general are they going to be yeah yeah. very different yeah because when i grew up i I didn't have a like cell phone when i was like what 10 12 years old they have it now the the type of things that they're talking about the type of things that they're doing nowadays completely different so kids are now doing things that are more like uh taboo like at least for that age that when we were growing up you know to do those type of things is like super weird like oh my god why are you doing that you know so I'm not gonna go in specifics, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. 
Okay, okay, I'm gonna be more specific. All right, my bad. So smoking, drinking, um, uh, weed. Yeah, anything, anything, anything. Yes. Anything that you didn't do when you were younger is exactly what I'm talking about. Or did do when you were younger that was taboo or someone. Say it with your chest, brother. Say it with my chest? Ah, no, no, no. I can't. You want me to say it with my chest? (laughs) Say it with your chest. Okay. Oh my days. I don't even know. I can't even say this with my chest. Uh, No, no. Let me me see what he's saying. Say it with your chest, fam. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) The legalization of weed (laughs) is the most BS crap that I've ever heard in a very long time. And to say that. As if to say, oh, it's not that bad, therefore it should be legalized, right? And comparing it to tobacco, cigarettes, like, oh, you know, cigarettes are legal, why shouldn't this be legal? Right? Honestly, I think the worst thing that's been legalized is, is alcohol. Exactly. As, as, opposed to, as opposed to... But here's the thing, again, we're looking too. at it, this is, this is a perfect example. We're looking at it from a lens where we think, why would alcohol be illegal? Like, it's, it's, it's something that's normal. Why would cigarettes be illegal, Right. And now we're going, and with the next step, because those things weren't, you know, nipped in the butt, now we have weed being legalized. Now we have crack tents set up on Sherburne. Now, we, you know, things are being like, if things are not stopped in the beginning, they end up going to a place where you can't go back from. That's more for so fentanyl, fam. It's more for fentanyl because of those overdoses. Yeah, but yeah. I think like alcohol has always been legal. If you go back to the earliest well, times, that's not prohibition. Uh, yeah, yeah, people yeah, went yeah, crazy. 100%, but I'm talking about like generations ago. Like if you go 100, 100 generations ago, people drank alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, people did all those things, you know what I'm saying? But then there was ways to counteract that, you know? So they, they had like people selling it for money. Then there was like, you know, drugs, all those things where people profited off it. And then you build a new world and what do you, you're obviously going to want to profit off that too. Mm-hmm. But I think weed... It was always something that they wanted to make legal. They just couldn't. And then they found an avenue, you know, they passed some laws. But who's to say it's right? Why is No, no, no. It's I'm not, not saying right. it's right. I'm not saying it's right. But in any, in any that's situation. That's, that's, that's what you sound like right no, 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 no. I'm just saying in any situation, you can make anything seem right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can make anything seem right. They they sell water, bro. Like water is a human right. Everybody should get water. And they sell water. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, when you think about it in itself, you're like, yo, that's messed up. Like, that's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you can make anything legal. They just couldn't find the avenues to make weed legal. Okay. And once they found the ways to make it legal, they made it legal. And it's no, not something saying, you can be mad at, because at the end of the day, it's, it would people are going to do it. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. People, people, that's, that's the same excuse that people have been using for everything. People are going to do it anyways. Might as well make it legal. No. People are going to do it anyways, but you still keep it illegal. But, because it's it's one thing to say, hey, this is bad, don't do it. But it's an, And it's a whole other thing to say, well, they're going to do it anyways. Just let them do it. Yeah, those are two yeah, very different things. At the same the time, is, there's, a, there's a bunch of other things you can say this for. And we should say them for all of them. And we should say them for all of them. Yeah, restrictions for, that are, should be in place should be there. Yeah, but, but, but why? You, but, what, why? Because, yeah, why? Okay, go, go because, because they degrade society. But... In, in our opinion, it degrades society. Right? No, it's not opinion. It's fact. It's fact. But, it's okay. fact. Okay. I agree with you. But then now if you go to medication, opioids, and people that take, you know, um, oxycontin for, from the doctor, and all, well, all who those says, things. Who says all of that is right, though? No, okay, I'm uh, not saying it is. I'm, I agree uh, with you. I'm okay. not saying it is. Yeah. But I'm Let saying when you, when, you look at it, when you look at it from society's perspective, they found a way to make it right. You know what I'm saying? They yes. found a way to make yes. it right. So if they can profit off it, they will continue to push it. Even, bro, how many doctors said, yo, take athletes off uh, um, these pills, these opioids, you know, they, they go crazy. But there's a reason behind it, though. And there, there's, 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 it's one thing to do it recreationally, and it's one thing to do something medically. If you're doing something medically because you have a reason to do it, you have a purpose for doing it, and it helps you with something, an illness, that's one thing. Facts. It's a whole nother thing to say, hey, I'm going to do this recreationally because I like doing it. But Those are two different things. Is done, but like everything is done recreationally. And that should not be an excuse. 
The cons outweighing the pros. That should in never be in that situation because you don't opinion. even need it. Like, like, I, this I is not an opinion. It's fact. You can see, look at look at every society that allows or that, that where where alcohol is, is legal. Yeah. How much? Look at their crime rates. Look at their um. Look at their uh, how many children are born out of wedlock. Look at all of these different things. And you tell me those things don't degrade society. Listen, I, I agree with you. It's it's it's, it's not that, it's not the best thing, but alcohol is something that has existed forever. Yes. Forever. Society has always dealt with it. Society has always there's always been people that drank and there's always been people that dealt with the people that drank. You know what I'm well, saying? So it's been, not something we're gonna societies implement. Societies that have been getting high off natural. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's not something we can implement now and expect it to disappear. You know what I'm saying? No, but you have to live with it. You know what I'm saying? You have to live I, with I, it. I understand that's that's you're right. We ha- this is a problem and this is something that's that's we inherited. This is something that's 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 widespread and it's something that's gonna continue happening. Yes. And it's one thing to say that, it's another thing to say, well, let's accept it anyways. Yeah. Those are two very different things. Very different things. You can say, "Hey, this is something that's widespread," but it's still wrong. But you can't sit back and be like, "Well, people are gonna do it anyways." This is no, 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 no. I, I don't. I agree think with the that. root cause of all of that is morals. Like when you have your exactly. morals, your values, you when you have that understanding, that yes. core value, yes, then everything else comes into place. Yes. your mindset, everything, like your whole life, literally, mm-hmm. your actions, whether you're conservative, more liberal, right? And I don't mean political party. I mean the way you yeah, act. Life, so are yeah. you like gonna do things that are more immoral, open? open yeah. Do like the way the way, the way society the way our society looks at right and wrong, moral and immoral is literally one thing. It's disgusting, fam. No, no, no. It's literally one. There's one base value that our society uses to measure what's moral and immoral. Who does it harm? That's literally all it is. Is, is there any? Can you see any immediate harm in this? No. Do it. That's that's literally so how personal? no no uh, no subjective how society I know but like for, for but we have people? we have we have, we have, for us it's different we have an objective you know exactly, rulings exactly. and our guidelines I, yes, I agree with you when it comes to like when it comes to reli- like our religion we have our we have our code defined like you know what I'm saying there's no arguments on what's mm. legal and what's not mm. so in our society like, where we come from religion is religion there's no there's not gonna be a hundred years from now alcohol is legal no they don't play that they have their rules and it's been kept for what 1300, 1400 years 14. I agree with that but yeah fourteen hundred years. But I feel like in, in this society where there's no moral, morals flip on a day-to-day basis. Mm. Something that was legal 50 years ago, 150 years from today, people will say, you guys were nuts for doing it. So they, they always have to, you know, be productive. They always have to not be productive, but be progressive. You know, that's the new wave. But always catch the next flip, you know what I'm saying? No, there's so if no you know, progressive. If you look at it, no, if you look at it like slavery, then slavery left and what they choose, segregation. Then segregation left and okay, every man is equal to every man. Then, you know, they, it's, it's always a progressive how, movement. Okay. Now, how and, do they do that? But they, they do it just off brainwash. No, 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 stop it. I, mean, I, wanna, I wanna break this down really quickly. Yeah. You said they went from slavery to segregation yeah. to every man's equal. Yeah. They went from one, two to three, right? Yeah. And the only way they got to three yeah. was by saying one is wrong. Yes. And then moving on to two. Yes. So for us to say, oh, forget it, this is not wrong. Then we're never gonna no. get to three if we, unless we stop at I one. So we stop one. I, I get it, but that but that will come and not. It's time in our time because we just passed that's, the laws. See, that's the thing. We're, everyone everyone's gonna say that. But it's not us. It's the next generation. No, no, no I'm not, not thinking us, it's the next, next generation. generation. I'm not. But listen, listen. If you take a, a poll of this country, you know what I'm saying. If you take a general poll of this country and you ask people, hey, are you against? Like you know, most of them will say, yeah, listen, I don't give, I don't care. Like I really don't care. That's not you know a good I, If I smoke it, oh cool. If they don't smoke it, I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Because our, listen, our our society that we live in is hey you deal with you you know what i'm saying you deal with you you care about your person you know what i'm saying when it comes to tribes when it comes to like uh 
people that are like mad nationalistic, then it becomes about that. Like, you know, the yep. country, the society. If we talk about tribes, you know what I'm saying? You're going to look out for your tribe. Even if he's not that related to you, you're going to look out for him because his best interest is good for your best interest. But in this country, it's every man for themselves. You survive and you happy that you survive. If your neighbor is struggling, you know what I'm saying? He's struggling. You know what I'm saying? But, but it's a principle, uh, ideally, though. It's ideally, all about the principle. It's, it's, okay, it make, I agree with your logic. Right? I yeah, agree with that. That's what he's saying. Okay. okay. I, yeah. it's, it's one thing to th- you know, theoretize, the, uh, yeah. theori- look at everything theoretically. But I'm saying, look at it like actually. It's one thing to say, yo, this is where we need to be, and then this, but this is how society is set up, right? But for it's you have to go beyond that and be like, yo, the only way I can change society is to change myself, mm-hmm. right? Each individual looks at themselves. Right, and then if each individual looks at themselves and how they view things, then you can move on from but there. If, if you're being realistic, do you think this society will ever find a problem with weed? Do you think so? Maybe us, maybe us, and and our brain. Who is society? Who is society? It's everybody. So how do you change? So how do you change everybody? But, but you change yourself first. I get you. And then once you change your mind to how you look at things, then other people will look at that and like, okay, I agree with you. You influ- but influence for you to, people. But for that, that begins with you I, I stepping up first. I agree, but I just don't think that's like. I don't think that's that's. I don't think that's gonna happen. It's possible. It could happen. In theory, in theory, he's saying happen. that's but how it works. It could. It's never gonna happen. He's not talking about implementation necessarily. Like for this, I guess. Um, generation of people he's saying in theory for any generation for any group of people this is the way it works you see you see, you see the way we're talking about weed right now there's there's uh, in, in China like you know they, they had religious freedom for a long time you know they didn't care about the Muslim people that lived there you know near like Turkmenistan mm-hmm. and Mongolia mm-hmm. and stuff but then they had a conversation just like we're having and then somebody said hey you know saying you know well Muslims you don't like that we don't like that idea you know what I'm saying they're, they're, they they choose their religion over their culture, over, over the, the, the country. So guess what? We have a problem, guys. We have to change that. How are we going to change it? We have, and exactly, like, you know, you have to change one person's mind, you know what I'm saying? Make it, and then they implement a lot, but it's something that takes time. It's not something that could happen overnight. Mm, I, so I, since I, the law, I, agree I think the law, just, the law just came overnight. And before the law, how many times are people complaining about, hey, you're arresting this guy for small amounts of weed, things like that, you know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. You're right, you're absolutely right. Things, nothing's going to change overnight, right? But there are steps that society can take one to three, but those steps society can't take until the individuals take those steps. So it begins with me, you, everybody here, everybody listening, taking these steps. Once that, once you take that step, just do you. I Forget do. society. Let, let, let them go on but their way. Do you even think your kids will have the same morals as you? Do you think so? so you yes. got to teach them, bro. I don't think so. You have what? To, that, that's, because that's, you know, have no, no, to no, teach parenting. That. That's parenting. I, that is parenting. But you can't parent the world. You, know, you, you can parent your home. If you keep your kid in the home, yes, he might understand one version of society. Because listen, to my parents, having alcohol anywhere around you is like... And you have to keep that going. Okay, you can keep it going. But to us... Sometimes you go to somebody's house and they have alcohol in, in, in their cupboard. And what do you my do? parents would, my parents would, boy, you say, boy, out of there. You know what I'm saying? And and that's their, and that's them parenting themselves, their mind. The same way you're saying we should parent our own minds, and you know we should, you know, keep, you know, make us change our minds about weed and stuff like that. In our culture, in where we live, bro, everything is so pat. Like, yo, let it be. But if you act powerless and you allow those things to take over, then after they will take over and they will be normal. You'll be sitting down when people are drinking, which first of all you can't. That's that's you, you, you have to change you before anybody else yeah i agree with you you have to you have to discipline yourself you have to police yourself i i agree i agree i just don't think it's realistic in this society <laughs> wait you so you're telling me that you can't do that for yourself no, you I can't police you yourself i think you could 
What do you mean? How can't you? Because you can do it to yourself, but to society, you can't do it. Yeah, I know, but what a Somali saying is each person does it for themselves. As a collective, we slowly, slowly move together, and then we change step by step. So if we don't do that, it's not going to work. It's going to take a long time. At the end of the day, the conclusion is change is incremental, ah. and it's never over time. Mm-hmm. It's not, not never over time. It takes a long time. So, Hashtag men are trash. But we I guess we went off on a tangent. And again. 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 <laughs> uh, but I, I think we can end it here and then just... <laughs> Save the other topic for later, I guess. Listen, nobody's yeah. moving. We're gonna keep the conversation going. But yeah, so I guess this is uh, episode eight. Um, enjoy. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. All right, and thank Peace. you, uh, Cube, for coming. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> don't know. Bye.